So this is our first cut. Same. We should have signed a release form, really. Too late. So, I sneaked my room there. Because it will happen. Yes, yes, phone's fine. So, whenever we say something that is really, really cool, we will do this. That's just going to be everything that I say, then, really. Or it will be like this. Pass down the toilet, just saying. I thought it was a shower. Yeah. yeah. Mm, no, oh, you know, that doesn't quite work, does it? Maybe for our Christmas special. Aww. Oh, we could do it. It sounds like Dominic Donkey. <laughs> 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 we might have to bring that back for the Christmas special. Bye, Chris. Oh, it's lovely. <laughs> just like hang on to your arm. Aww. <laughs> 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 Onto your finger. Um. So, I thought, let's just start with some of the topics. So, topics we've got are stuff that, some news items that we've seen or heard. We've got gossip about different things that we think is quite amusing. Is that anything? It's not necessarily your comic theme stuff. No, it could be movies, celebs, anything that's a bit bit bonkers. But no one cares if it's like your sister sleeping with your neighbour or something. <laughs> <laughs> you could kind of Why is that, that what's happening you... in your life, is it? Yes. Really? Yeah. No. Is that something you want to record on and a podcast? A yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. It's a friend of a friend, okay, guys? <laughs> Someone I know. Everyone who knows a friend, I know that friend. <laughs> so uh, then things like I've never seen, so I've never heard, never played, those two things I have never. I've never, ever. Yeah. But not in a saucy way, like most people listening right now possibly might be thinking. Um, um, another way to play I've never ever? Well, you know, you, you... I have never ever slipped over in the shower. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> well, I know I've had a moment. <laughs> Why don't you tell the guys your uh, no, advice? No, go on, I think you should say it. Don't, don't move it after much, we're going to need another week. <laughs> um, this isn't my advice, this is just something I saw. Um, if a girl's giving you head in the shower... The least, the thing, the least you could do for her is to wash and condition her hair at the same time. <laughs> <laughs> so a great motto. I'd definitely do that for for a girl. What? Also, <laughs> they, could then, they could then dry it and shred it. That'd be great. Yeah. Dating advice of the week. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you're getting, if you're giving head, make sure you're getting, a, getting your hair make done sure at the same time. Make sure you bring head and shoulders into the equation. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. <laughs> Amber, I understand that you saw Robocop recently. Oh, God. <laughs> Did you actually watch it? Well, not really recently, but kind of recently. Like, recently enough that it's the new film. Oh, sorry. So this is like the 1987 version of the film you watched, isn't it? Or is it the remake version? Well, I've seen both. You've seen both? Yep. So? Equally as bad. Equally as bad? Mm-hmm. So what makes the 1987 one bad, then? Um the unnecessary shooting in the office. The <laughs> <laughs> unnecessary shooting in the office. I don't think that it's really appropriate to work. <laughs> 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 How would you improve Robocop? Lot of I did some romance, obviously. Maybe like two of the robots could have got together. <laughs> <laughs> or I found it like... When we're he, two 
robots together. When he <laughs> turned into the robot, or Robocop, whatever he's called, he was quite heartless towards his wife, I think, and his child. But he didn't have a heart though, did he? Because it kind of got blown to bits. Yeah, but nor did the uh, the thing out like the Wizard of Oz. <laughs> <laughs> He was another robot type. He he was nice and he was like Dorothy's best friend. So he obviously had I think some he was a bit creepy. Yeah, definitely a pedo, but <laughs> Tin Man, he actually does have a pedo <laughs> face. He does. Yeah. A tin man is a pedo. If, tin man if Dorothy was any younger, I'd have been scared. <laughs> Am I right in thinking the original um, Wizard of Oz film came out in the 1970s? And um, well, all I'm saying is, you can't really judge them by today's <laughs> standards. <laughs> also, wow. the lion looked very strange in that in the Wizard and the straw film. man. Yeah. You know, you do yeah. realize like it was made in like the 1930s, don't you? And it's like the effects yeah. they had at the time. And it is a man dressed yeah, up as a lion. They managed to change the colour of a horse. They could have at least gone a bit better with it. Change the colour of a horse yeah, in the Wizard of Oz. Yeah, there's a horse. Is that only me that's seen that? I don't, don't think I've seen that. There's no horse. There's no horse. When you go to, you know when they like knock on the door to go into... Oz. Is that what it's called? Oz. Yeah. Oh yeah, with the Wizard of Oz, obviously. <laughs> There's like a, they don't knock like on a door to go into Oz, do they? Oh, yeah. Do they? Oh. Are you sure you're not thinking of Narnia? <laughs> that's a wardrobe. <laughs> <laughs> no, they do. They knock on the door and then they go in. And then I can't remember if they go on the horse or they're in a carriage or there's a horse in the background, but it changes colour. And I think if they can do that, they should at least. Crazy effort with the tin man. <laughs> no, the lion. The lion. The cowardly lion. Wowzers. So. Who's too feminine for my life? What the Wizard of Oz was? No, the lion. The lion was too feminine. Yeah, a bit camp, isn't it? Yeah, it's a bit camp. And considering he's going to be what he wants, what's he want? Bravery or courage or something? Co- like that. Courage yeah. and bravery, but they're both quite similar. Is it, isn't this the point that uh, he he lacks courage at the moment, and after he goes to see the wonderful wizard, he's yeah, going to gain it? He doesn't and turn into a manly lion. He just stays like a. It is actually lion. like he's quite gay. He has like a and then when he becomes he, courageous, he's. Heterosexual. But a manly lion isn't that bit of a. Shouldn't it be a liony lion? No, like a roary lion. A roary lion. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is, that what is, is that what he's really called? That's the official term, yeah. A roary lion. A lion. I like it. That's Does good. He, doesn't he play for the Irish rugby team? <laughs> <laughs> no, I met him. If that's who you're about, I met him. <laughs> what roary lion? Is that what his name is? No, he's called Roy Best, isn't he? <laughs> 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 I met him. <sighs> No work talk. No work talk. So, Robocop, in your opinion, if you were to score it out of five, Amber, how many stars out of five would you give Robocop? Like half. Half a star? Yeah. Half a star. One of the best films of all time. I yeah. do like violent films. But not that much violence just, in the office. I just, I just think it's just inappropriate. You, you like the idea of a violent film with a, a side a bit romance. of uh, romance and... Yeah. And like a, bit, a bit more sexual Deadpool. tension is what you're looking for in Robo, Robocop. Yes. So how, how was Robocop sold to you? What, you know, what was the circumstances? The best film ever. The best film ever? Yes, I was thoroughly disappointed. Thoroughly disappointed. Oh my God. I've so never, I've never seen, seen it. Have you seen it? I haven't seen it. Have you ever seen Robocop? What would you describe as the best film ever? It's just you have to see it. Chicken Run. I love Chicken Run. Or oh, the Truman Show. They're my two favourite films. 
Oh, those films, they're good films. Possibly, maybe not the best films ever, but... Chicken Run's pretty good. Well, actually... They've stopped playing it at Christmas now, which is upsetting. Home Alone. Yeah, but that's only good at Christmas. Yeah. Or, oh my God, Elf. <gasps> Yeah. We need to save these for our Christmas special. You do realise that we can't be talking about Christmas films in the middle of June. I don't know any summer films though. Oh, blockbusters are summer films. So have you seen Jaws? Yeah, I've seen Jaws. My favourite bit in Jaws is you know when they're in a boat. Well, they're in they a find, boat. They find the boat and then it goes underwater, and you just see that little bold man like. <laughs> 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 it reminds me of Uncle Fester, and now I always think. When it's really dark, if I don't have my curtains closed, I always think that man's going to like pop up. up there. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody else seen Jaws? Yes. No. Yes. No. You've not seen Jaws? Yes, I've never covered Jaws. What's wrong with you? I don't, I haven't, think, I don't I, think I've seen either of them either. Jaws? No. I've, I've, yeah, I haven't seen that many, like, classic. Do you know? So have you seen, so I'm going to talk about Lethal Weapon later. No, I haven't seen that. You've not seen Lethal Weapon? Who's in Lethal Weapon? So Mel Gibson and Danny Glover. I haven't seen Lethal Weapon. You've not seen Lethal Weapon? I've seen the one with that Wesley Snipes. What's that? What, Blade? Blade. Blade. (laughs) (laughs) Mike Forrest has... Demolition Man. Blade glasses. Why did did Wesley Snipes come into your head there, Amber? I don't know, I just like him. Is he good looking? No. He's old. Yeah... He I is. think he's currently in prison, isn't he, Wesley Snipes? No, no, he's he's no what longer. For? No, it, it was do? it was tax fraud. It was tax evasion. Alleged uh, tax evasion. No, no, he no, was convicted, convicted, so we can say it. We're okay to say it. But he is no longer in prison. He is out working again because he was in Expendables three. So people have done different sort of things in a bit of preparation. So Hannah, 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 what sort of things have you prepped for? Ah, why have you picked me first? Because I, I went for, I've written it down, hold on. <coughs> First of all, in terms of news slash gossip, Go on. I've wanted to talk about Tom Hiddleston being James Bond. That's one of mine. Alright, oh. so... God. If we potentially being James Bond. I'm personally all for it. I don't think a ginger James Bond works. The ginger James Bond? Damien Damien Lewis. Lewis. Oh no, he's a homeland for me. He's a bit creepy for me. Yeah, too mouthy. Bit smarmy. Bit smarmy. Why am I thinking the. No, I'm thinking of Tom Honda. Oh, I still, yeah. Very different. That would be a very different James Bond. It would. um, After seeing him in uh, uh, the Tom Hollander, uh, he was in. Rev. uh, Rev and um, In the Loop. Yeah. What about the chap that was um, in Luther? Idris Elba. Yeah, and I was, was well up to, for it, yeah. Idris to be. Well, my thoughts were if a black person was going to do it, why couldn't a girl do it? Someone has put themselves forward. Says the lesbian. For yeah, well, I thought we could call it Jane Bond instead. <laughs> 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 that would be absolutely true yeah, to the yeah, original yeah, Fleming Boots. Really? So, yeah. <laughs> so, you know the theory, don't you, that a lot of people talk about is that James Bond isn't an actual living person, He's ba- the character is a code name. So that that's the reason why James Bond changes. So it could be anybody. So there's no reason why not under that theory that you couldn't have a female James Bond. Why don't they just bring back June? June? Judy? Dench? I know. No, she can't be Jane Bond. No one wants oh, to sleep with Judy Dench. That could be a massive twist. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's probably people out the there that would be doing Judy Dench. She's yeah. pretty she got a house here, hasn't she? Yeah, Judy, Judy lives in uh, Stratford, yeah. Does she? Yeah. Uh, so, if, like if we go back to what Hannah was saying, who, 
we've got Judy Dench in the mix as a potential Jane Bond. Who else would we include in that arena? So, I've got. Here we go. A little blackbird. I've only got two names. So first of all, purely for my own entertainment, um, was Amelia Clark because I think it might be her that said that she wants to do it. She would be incredible, and who doesn't want to sleep with her? But also, Ellen Page. She can handle the bond. She, she could. She, she's really small. She fits into small gaps. She can <laughs> I would, I would like to pull out at this point that uh, James Bond, <laughs> I don't think even if you kind of accept that it could be a woman, which is a bit of a stretch from the Fleming books, Ellen Page is American. Who's Ellen Page? I think she's Canadian. But that's, uh, that's, that's all the same. Yeah, but I mean. Sorry, Canada. E? I really like her anyway. So I just. I mean, I'm a big fan. I do think, though, if they're going to replace current Bonds, who is definitely my favourite Bond, they've got to go completely different. It can't just be somebody who comes in and tries to be a better Bond. Yes, I agree with Amber. Amber is right. What about replacing Sean Connery in the role? I would. I think he's a little bit old now. He's in his eighties. He might struggle a little bit to get around. Bruce Forsyth. Bruce Forsyth. Bruce Forsyth. He's not becoming bold. No, but he's still going, and he's just and he's eighteen. He, I fucking hate Bruce Forsyth. <laughs> so, Amy, you, you, would, you also thought like you you talk, wanted to talk about James Bond, and you thought, what were your thoughts I'm about Tom Hiddleston? I'm all for Tom Hiddleston. I saw him in the Night Manager with the famous bum scene when he had his bottom out. And I'd be all forcing that again, waddling into the sea. Waddling? <laughs> 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 is that what no. you like, a waddling no, man? No, it's just Tom, is, he's not ginger, is he? Isn't no, he's like blonde. blonde. He's normally he's blonde, blonde, but you see him with dark blonde. hair in... Um, he's not a ginger. <laughs> it's, uh, don't Jamie be anti-ginger, we could have ginger people. I'm not anti-ginger. You're coming across a bit. Just anti-ginger bombs. I just don't like. Yeah, he's got a good. I just don't like him. Well, I don't know him, but I just don't. I just feel like he's not the right choice. We all know. So, go on. That said, yeah, he's a little bit weedy. I think that's what I'm a bit worried about. He has the same. Have you seen him do his Thor audition tape? No, but he's good in Thor. I'll give him that. But if you see his Thor audition tape, he's bulked up. He looks very physically very different. James is uh, admiring the physical Listen, I've got nothing against Tom. He's a very handsome, attractive he's man. He's not Loki, is he? Yes, he's I met Loki. him. I've met him. You've met, you yeah, say you've met, met him. I've met Tom Hiddleston. So when did you he meet him? He came to work when I worked at Disney. He came in and just like said hello, said hello to us all. So you've been did, he, did he show you his bum? I didn't to see him. No, I didn't see his bum. I didn't know about his good bum at the time. Oh, sure. And what was he like? Loki. He was very nice. He looked young, though. He looked really young. But then it was a few years ago. He's a nice guy. I thought he was so, very good in the Jaguar advert. I thought that was his... Uh, oh, yeah. Playing, playing evil. Yeah, evil yeah. Brits. Evil Brits, yeah. That was good, that was. So, any other news other than potential James Bond that people have identified or know about? Um, Prince Harry and Ellie Goulding. Prince Harry and Ellie Goulding. <laughs> yes. So, to share all, Amber. Uh, well, they may or may not be going out. Mm-hmm. And what well, they, were, they were hugging on a picture at the polo yesterday. Heaven um, forbid. Uh, if they're hugging in public, then that definitely means I, I do. I do like that. They may or may not be going out. I may or may not be going out with. Uh, I'm trying to think of someone. Ellie Goulding. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah. Ellie Goulding may or may not be going Haven't out. Have had a photo with her though at the polo. Uh, not that he's willing to share. So, so what was your no, source for this? Not, not Daily for Mail. Public the Daily Mail. 
Yes. Daily Mail if online. It's in Daily Mail, it's definitely true. Precisely, that's how I, I live my life through Daily Mail. Mm. Yeah, Daily so Mail doesn't lie. It doesn't Never lie. Never lies. <laughs> my dad says that. It's like the Bible, everything's true. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Amber, you have just accidentally trolled yourself. Everything in the Daily Mail isn't necessarily true. And can I um, ask, how do you know it isn't? For America, see Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But. Is um, whether Ellie Goulding is dating Prince Harry more or less important to you than the EU referendum? <laughs> more relevant to me, I think. <laughs> 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 we'll leave it there. Easier I to understand. So. Easier to understand. Yes, I agree. That is. I do actually agree with that. Yeah, well, I'm actually with you, though. I, I love my, I'd rather my take a vote on if they were dating rather yeah. than the, the referendum. <laughs> So, wowzers, we need to do a poll. You rude. need to set up a poll on our on our Facebook page. We are on Facebook at the first Backcast. Uh, Amber will set up a poll and, and ask people whether they're more interested in taking a vote. Sarah's dating love. Taking a vote on who Prince Harry's allowed to sleep with. Yeah. I think this is a, a really important poll for us to establish. So, are you happy to take that forward, Amber, and, and see what the people think? Well, I don't know how to do that, but yes. <laughs> <laughs> I know how to look at my Facebook and that's it. Good work. Fantastic. So, any more news? I'm trying to think what else is in the news. What about the gorilla that got shot? Oh. Yeah, so what do people think about that? Baby. Um, I think that the abuse that they got was a bit much. Yes. Um, would you let your child? I wouldn't climb. let my child climb. Maybe they should be paying more attention to their child. I, I agree that they should be paying more attention to their child, but uh, in in the words of many a bumper sticker, shit happens. Mm. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but if I was at a zoo and I, I wouldn't think, I wouldn't think zoo and I was there, and I wouldn't think, oh, I'm going to climb in here. I don't know if the child actually thought, I'm definitely going to yeah, climb in here. Apparently, didn't he ask? He asked to go in there. Can I climb in? Yes. And mum went, yeah, that's fine. No, I think she, I, I don't, I think she said no, but then he did anyway. Yeah. Well, uh, it was a really deep down pit. I don't understand how the child got down there in the first place without fell. hurting himself. I think he yeah. climbed yeah. My only thought is, why didn't they use a, sh- a tranquilizer dart? Yeah. yeah. I think they said it was, would make the monkey aggressive. aggressive. It, was it was a gorilla, not a monkey. Work. A monkey oh, would have done very little harm. It would have. It would have kicked off, wouldn't it? Yeah, and it wouldn't T- it would have taken longer for yeah. it to. It would have been like. By which time it could have destroyed. Would it might be yeah. in the child, like a banana? I don't think it. Slip it out of its skin. Amazing. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> for those of you just listening now, Amber oh, literally did do the peel a banana thing, <laughs> or yes, the unfortunate snap in half to peel your banana, which probably wouldn't have looked. It would have been a bit games of throw esque for the zoo. <laughs> Very, very unpleasant. So, any other news other than the, the than the gorilla? Well, I'm trying to think of news that, that's come across my radar that uh, would be light enough to go into the podcast. Um, I could talk about Villa appointing new management. No one's interested in that except for me. Uh, <laughs> what else could I talk about? Um, yeah, I could talk about the referendum for hours, but that would ensure that we have no listeners <laughs> whatsoever. Yeah, we probably all the rest of us would probably leave the let just record it on your own. Yeah, so um, I can't think that anything uh, has happened in dear old Blighty that's worth worth noting at the moment. But 
If you're unsure, visit the Daily Mail. Yeah. Uh, well, I, I don't endorse that message. I'd, I'd visit the Guardian website. I would. <laughs> but if you want the truth, visit Daily Mail. <laughs> <laughs> so if the, anybody from the Daily Mail is listening, Amber is willing and prepared to be one of your key correspondents. Yes, I would. A, I spokesperson. Would. a spokesperson for the Daily Mail. Whereas Dale definitely wants to work at the Guardian. Mm. And the rest of us just really don't care. Um, so, any news in your world, Jim? Um, the, well, the most exciting news, of course, is that we have set up a new podcast, which is very exciting. Um, we'll try and do this weekly if we can. It's all going to depend on when people are free, and depends on how many people listen and whether you want us to. I, I, I live in a post-television world where everything I consume is on Netflix now. So, yeah, yeah I'm a big Netflix yeah. fan. Yeah, we're, we're, I'm, I'm sort of living in the past at the moment, watching a bit of House and Breaking Bad. Oh, I've watched so. them. Breaking yeah. Bad. Well, I've just started watching The Preacher, or the Preacher. first pilot series for The Preacher, which looks awesome. Um, definitely got a big crush on the actor, I forget his name, but he's really good. Dominic Cooper. That's the one. Definitely recommend Dominic Cooper is in see. Dominic Cooper from like Mamma Mia. Yes. yes, same Dominic Cooper. So you can see him in a completely different setting. It's quite edgy. Not, I haven't read the comic books or the books, so I haven't got any background story from it, but I'm really interested to kind of see where it's going. Not quite worked out what's going on. Some kind of vampire-esque type storyline. Oh. So for those of you who haven't read the books, Preacher is a character called Jesse Custer, and Jesse is a preacher who is empowered with the voice of God. And what he says, people do, doesn't matter who they are, he can ask to tell them to do something, whether no matter how extreme it is, and they automatically do it. Like a hypnotist. Yeah, like a hypnotist, yeah. But with the everything that you could possibly imagine dialed up to 11 to stupid. Hmm. It's so, pretty dark, it looks pretty dark, it looks pretty good. Definitely excited for the second episode to come out on that. So it's on Amazon at the moment, if I'm right. And I think if you're in the US, it's on AMC, I think. Oh, I don't even know any of these US channels. All I know is E. Mm. <laughs> 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 we're not expected to know. Don't worry about that. I'll fill those bits of things I can help out there. Don't I'm worry. still watching Game of Thrones as well. And me. Absolutely loving Game of Thrones. It's still going strong for me. I, yeah, I, no. Uh, yeah, no. Yeah. I, I, I don't like Lord of the Rings. Nor do I. I, do no, like, I don't like Lord of the Rings. I do like boobies, but five <laughs> minutes of Lord of the Rings followed by a minute of boobies isn't enough to keep my attention. Oh, well, there's definitely you? less boobies in yeah. it. Yeah. What, are you in the new series? Yeah, right into the, the, the last one. What, bit. they're reducing the amount of boobies in the I haven't seen it. There was some boobies last night. There was also a bit of a lesbian sesh going on. Yes. Honey, Maybe I need to come back to the Yeah, a bit of girl on girl. Um, but uh, with the great joys, but um, yeah, it was it's still really good, still really good storyline for me. And uh, Lovejoy was in it. Lovejoy was mm-hmm. in it. Tim Lovejoy still back. No, no, not Tim Lovejoy. Who's <laughs> Lovejoy? Ian McShane. Uh. Yeah, and still great. Short part, but it's very good. You don't, you don't know who Ian McShane is? No. No, oh, I don't. Don't. I don't. That's your homework for next yeah. week. Gang it's quite funny, Asia. really, the way that we're sort of sat daytime telly? No. No. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm thinking the guy out of Tiger's Yeah, out of what? You're thinking of what? Tiger's Murder. Don't notice murder. 
no, no. Diagnosis no. murder. I've, I've never Isn't watched. Is that Dick Van Dyke? As yes, yes, it, it is, is Dick Van Dyke. Yeah. <laughs> That's all I, need to I know. do secretly like that as well, but no, this isn't definitely Game of Thrones. Cannot be compared to uh, Diagnosis Murder. I think it's really interesting because I stopped watching Game of Thrones because I just found it relentlessly depressing. It's the same with The Walking Dead. I love The Walking Dead, but it's just getting, it's getting so relentlessly depressing. The don't the good it's guys. It's so good again. Win. Walking Dead is so good. It's the series six now. Is it? Are we up to series six? I did, I, series I did, five took a massive dive for me, and I was ready yeah. to cut it off. And uh, my other half said, no, we've got to give Series 6 a go, and it's back with a bang, it's better than ever. I think I'll really have to give it another go, but Maybe. Walking Dead gives me, I dream about zombies <laughs> all the time when I watch it. <laughs> That's <laughs> like, literally all I dream about. I dream about escaping from zombies, like, that is my life when I watch Walking Dead, like, I wake up in cold sweat, like, fucking hell. <laughs> <laughs> I'll so you literally too. sit, bolt up, and yeah, I do. I literally wake up and then I think it's all right because there's no. Such like, hopefully, zombies. at the minute, there's no zombies. So. Except somebody's walking out of bedroom door. <laughs> yeah, apart from yeah, but. Well, I have this thing about zombie films and programs. I can only watch them when the zombies are what I call traditional slow-moving zombies that you have some realistic chance of you know killing and getting away from when you have world war z and 24 eight oh, days yeah. later when the zombies are fast and throw themselves through your car windscreen i can't cope i can't watch oh, it that's I, love that. I, do, I, like I do like that. the no. you, you, you like a traditional i like zombie. a traditional yeah. zombie i like to yeah. feel that i could beat beat yeah. the zombies you know yeah like, like zombies are a natural phenomenon yeah. and someone's taken well, it too well you know far. there are some that say we walk amongst them now Really? Yeah. Many well, more. There is yeah, a new right. there's a new ish, actually I don't know how new it is on show on Netflix about this woman who Eyes on me. Yeah, and she like yeah. eats brains and stuff. It looks good at real life. So she no, used to live. She's a doctor. Yeah. Is she a doctor or working she, in the hospital? She, she, so she's a doctor and then there's like this big like zombie outbreak yeah. but like it doesn't take over the world or anything. But then some of them are left kind of like partially zombie because they're it's not nervous twitches of like oh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah every now and then um, and, and she still like she still craves brains so she starts like she gets a job um with um like a pathologist kind of in person. the morgue yeah in the morgue um and like steals people's brains once they're already dead once they're dead eat brains yeah. to keep herself more well yeah, she like gets more she human. takes on their memories and then she's able able to help the police solve the crimes <coughs> yeah that's she it. has their it's it's oh. fucking trash but it's quite it's good. quite funny I've only seen one episode, but I think for a bit of light, light touch zombie, I might. I'm weirdly, it's it. a lot about me, I think, is that I prefer her when she's dead than when she's alive. <laughs> like, I fancy her more when she's dead. <laughs> when she's alive, she's too perky. <laughs> like, when she's dead, I like it. She's pale. Yes, uh, she looks dead. First, first, that so podcast like is breaking down uh, many taboos. Necrophilia wasn't one that I imagined to be at the centre of the first It's really episode. unlocked a few desires for me, I zombie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know that I had until I saw that dead blonde girl. Very, very disturbing. <laughs> very disturbing. What's that new thing that's being advertised where, I think it's called Outcast, it's like um, a, a person that's been locked up in a house for years and years and years, tied up to chains and they've gone a bit nuts. And then they discover them. Yeah, yeah, that's that's coming on. I think that was started on Fox, on Fox last night, yeah. and that was um, Philip Glenister, so the Gene Genie from. Uh, oh, I love a bit of Philip. Uh, Life on Mars. Yeah, Life on he's Mars. like a crush you shouldn't have a crush on. Is it meant yeah. to be scary? Yeah, I think it's supposed to be. Um, so it's, it's more ghost, but it's Ooh. but it's the same. It's it's by the same author of The Walking Dead, Robert Kirkman. So 
it brings in a number of different mm. attributes to that. And it's supposed to be pretty good. I heard some reviews yesterday on, on the radio that said it's really good. Um, not see it myself. I'm not always into the huge horror genre. No, they make me jump. I think that's I think that's a point. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, just as a surprise, you know. That's the thing. Yeah, so that's pretty cool. I uh, just watched the first, and I'm nearly finished the second series of Bosch on Amazon. If anybody's watched that before, no. Recommend it. Um, books. It's based on the books of Michael Connolly, and basically, it's about a police detective who works in uh, a homicide department of uh, LA, and it basically follows him uh, trying to solve a couple of tricky cases. Well acted. Well worth a watch difficult to sort of explain without giving away lots of spoilers so don't really want to say that but I would give it a big thumbs up and give it a shot 10 episodes each about 40 minutes long um, and well worth a go can I just Ooh. can I suggest something slightly lighter than <laughs> some of the bit um, Gossip Girl <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I have watched it all the series about three times now Really? You've watched three times. Yes, I just I don't watch anything else on Netflix. I just keep rewatching the same thing. <laughs> I thought they were taking that off Netflix. No, well, so did I, but no, that's still there. Amazing. Give um, us like a I synopsis. To, give us like a um, quick. Like yeah, I've never wa- I've never watched it. Well, it's about rich people up on the Upper West Side of New York. Five main characters: um, Serena, Chuck, mm, Blair. Nate and Nate Dan. And Dan. Mm. Yeah. Oh, you yeah, did. I watch it because Chuck's in it and he is. Head West West Divine. Oh my god, I love it. <laughs> yeah, he was one of the crushes we giggled and showed you. Oh, I remember. He's kind of worth watching. You said the show you liked for. his cheekbones, you know, that model one. Yeah. Oh my god. If he was to commit just. Well, actually, I'm not even there anymore, but I said to him when Jumping. I was doing uh, my ex, I was like, if he came along, you'd be out there straight away. <laughs> 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 wow. That's oh. your biggest celeb crush, is it, at the yeah. moment? Well, forever. 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 I, don't, I don't see it changing. Forever. <laughs> Do you know what? I feel like he's kind of, and he, he's English, so, you know. He's still down the road from me, he's still in the so he's not far, he's from one of the Buckingham villages. Really? Haven't met him, though. Haven't been that lucky. I think he's been in the States for quite a while. You yeah, um, saying um, that you think you all of him forever, the other day I was... Don't think she used the love word. Okay. No, well, I'm not she using would. that. Yeah, she <laughs> would. She would have been forever. I was just thinking, like, you know, like, as you get older and you're old, like, do you think you still fancy, like, younger people? Like, not like a paedophile. <laughs> but, like, I mean, like, when you're a grandma or a granddad. Do you still think young men are attractive? Do you still, do you still like, do you see, yeah. like, a 70 year old man with his walking stick going, oh, he's a bit of alright? Or do you still I look think at, you like. Know, in terms of what, what you can expect to happen in life and you kind of think, well. <laughs> Why are you I'm not going to be getting any better than that? So I'll just go. <laughs> so when you get to a certain age, you just settle yeah. for someone yeah. old and gross. Yeah, basically. But they might be old, <laughs> be old and gross then, wouldn't well, they? they? Might, yeah, they might be a good-looking granddad. Yeah, yeah. might be hot. Loads of them. Still going to have a saggy ball bag, though, aren't they? Let's be honest. Yeah, but you're going to have saggy tits. Does it? I mean. Ball bags, as far as I'm aware, are one of the things that are saggy throughout the entire I know, but like more saggy <laughs> than usual, saggy. like extra saggy, like falling down your trousers, like saggy. Uh, down trousers. Yeah, like when you take your trousers off, 
I'm not sure you're thinking about What are you thinking about the Viz character uh, <laughs> Gonads? I can't remember his name. <laughs> Gonads or someone like that. I can't remember his exact name. No, but that sounds appropriate. For yeah, you know, he used to carry him around in a wheelbarrow. Cause he's just <laughs> So big. That's a real life problem. Someone's had that on one of those Channel 4 documentaries. Really? Oversized balls and you had to carry them around. I believe it's oh, called like, I believe it's called hypogonadism. Hypogonadism. <laughs> is it? Yeah, literally, that is that is what it is. Hypogonadism. Yeah. Check it out. It's like elephantism but in ball form. <laughs> in ball form. Elephantitis that that sort when you get like huge tumours growing all over you. Like the tree man. Do you remember him? No. Is he like the elephant man, but he actually had like trees going out of him? Yeah, All right, weird. Things growing off him. Oh. Yeah. I'm quite sad. Berries when he was younger. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it works like that. That's how apple trees grow because that's why if you, have, if you eat pips, like, they grow in your stomach. Mm. Do they? Yep. Like square eyes from watching the telly. Oh, oh, bless, bless you, Claire. It's, it's not really long. Did you genuinely worry me? Mom, I am concerned like about the youth of today. I have to say, changes, yeah. very, 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 like very concerned. It. <laughs> <laughs> Square eyes from watching the telly. Square eyes, psychic gonads, all the same thing, isn't it? I do think though, like when like, I do wonder, because like to me now, like if I look at like an old woman, I'm like. Whoa. And I don't think, like, <laughs> I don't think like, if yeah, I think about, about sex, like they're like they like younger men. Yeah, we'll get that. Yeah, I think I, I don't think we're ever going to get a job in radio with this type of content. That's for certain. However, we our, our podcasting careers may literally take off. Who knows? Tomorrow. Also, I think we should have code names <laughs> like um, Dragon. <laughs> Dragon. What do you want yours to be, Amber? Um, Sarah. Yes. Margaret. So we've gone from dragon to Sarah. What do you want? You could have anything. Pick any name. Pick any code name. You can have fucking anything. Sarah. Mm. Why? Why Sarah? I don't know. Everyone's called Sarah, so it's kind of like a. You're blending. I'm just just going to be uh, tight. Tight. Like a tiger. Like a tiger. <laughs> like an orbit. So Amber can do a range of different impressions. Oh, no, 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 no. If you I didn't already know this, from no, South African to uh, Northern Irish. Right, well, I've been told by Northern Irish is just not good enough. It just sounds like a posh snob. <laughs> <laughs> a posh Irish snob, or no, just a posh snob. Just a posh snob. Yeah. Parashar. 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 But like, if you're saying that posh, you'd be like. I'm just going in the Parsha. Oh, Parsha. Parsha. I have to call it Parsha instead of Parsha. I think um, if we do get any listeners in the United States, they probably think we sound like we would we all speak like that anyway. Parsha. Parsha. Well, they all think we're Irish. <laughs> no, they all think that we're really, really posh. So disappointed. That's why I should go to America. Yeah, like I'm so posh. Maybe then I could move to the Upper East, Upper West Side or whatever. They might be Upper East Side actually. On there, there isn't an Upper East Side. There is. They have Upper West Side and Upper East Side. I think they're Upper East Side. Not English people. No, gossip girl people. Oh, <laughs> they sorry. Might it, it isn't Upper West Side where you normally find is that where the are? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're not from the. I don't know what I said, but they were from. I meant they're from the Upper East Side. They're not from. But uh, if I went there, then maybe I'd fit in if with my posh English accent, but not posh because it's not posh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a bit far Your genuine Eve Sham accent. Morning. 
<laughs> oh god, every time you say that I'm thinking about That was <laughs> no. So, um we've talked about what we're watching on T V. Anybody seen any films recently? We know that Amber's done an amazing review of Robocop and the Wizard of Oz. So we've had two for the price of one. Excellent. Two for the price of one. Uh, and Amber's rated Robocop half a star if you haven't if you missed mm. that part of the podcast, half a star out of five. I just in fact never watch it. Save yourself, like, however long it is, just save that time. Save that time. Better, like, get yourself or something. <laughs> so, um, or just following on from finding myself trapped in the arrivals uh, area of Luton Airport, um, which uh, is pretty small and grim, uh, I decided that I was making the worst ever remake of the Tom Hanks film, The Terminal. Um, <laughs> subsequently, I've watched The Terminal, and Victor Naborski is uh, a bit of a legend. Um, I really like the film. Um, I'd seen it before, but I'd, I'd watch it again, again. Um, and uh, his lifestyle inside an airport is significantly more uh, alluring than my lifestyle was <laughs> in the arrivals of Luton Airport. While I didn't meet and dine a attractive air stewardess, uh, Two, I didn't make a huge amount of friends. It, it was quite a lonely existence spending four <laughs> hours in arrivals of Luton Airport having Mr. Bus. So, yeah, yeah, the terminal is the glamorous side of being trapped in an airport. And untrue by the sounds of it. Well, you know, international departures is quite quite a bit different to uh, the arrivals area. So maybe I just got my my being trapped in the wrong Plus place. Plus, you are in Luton. Mm. Maybe it was covered by the Daily Mail. Mm. What, my being trapped? No, the story, <laughs> the original. <laughs> Perhaps that's where they got it from. Yeah. yeah. Cool. Anybody else seen any movies recently? I watched Into the Wild at the weekend. Into the Wild. Which was very good. I was, uh, I'd heard mixed reviews. I'd heard some people say it was really good, other people say it was boring, but I thought it was very good. Oh, it's great. Reevaluate life. I felt like I needed to just go fuck this shit and go and get on the plane. <laughs> <laughs> Really? It's a sad ending. Yeah, it's a bit sad. sad. That it is. Surprise. I think that might be the first time I've heard you swear, Amy. Yeah, <laughs> I don't swear very often. Keep, keep it up. <laughs> is that Mia Wasachowski? Is it the Austra- is that in Australia? Um, no. It's Emil Hirsch. Emil yeah. Hirsch. Oh, okay. He goes to find Alaska. Meets lots of friends along the way. Yeah, it's very good. I'd recommend it. Based okay. on a true story? Based on a true story. That's what makes it even sadder. It shows the guy at the end. Cool. I won't tell you what happens, but I'm guessing you can kind of guess. <laughs> <laughs> Does he go into the wild? Yeah, finds Alaska, meets a few bears. Spoiler alert. And stories there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't get eaten by a bear, no. though. You made it spoiler. <laughs> 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 that, that was what I thought the spoiler was, then. Uh, he met a bear and met a bear. Him just abruptly ends. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's, it's a good film, actually. Yeah, very good. And also previously watched Deadpool the other weekend and I was very... Oh, oh what did you awesome. think of it? Yeah. I don't normally like Marvel kind of films. I've got to say it's one of the better Marvel films. Yeah. I'm not a big Marvel Ryan fan. Well. I'm D&C yeah. through and through. But, um, not Ryan Gosling, sorry. Definitely, so, definitely liking the yeah, Deadpool. You're a big fan of the trainers, are you, D&C? <laughs> yeah, D&C, run DMC. Yeah. Yeah. Who's the guy again? Um, Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, Reynolds. yeah very good. Yeah, and the good. woman in it is hot. Oh, yeah. She's the one who's in Homelands. 
Brody's wife originally. Oh, really? Yes, you're right. I thought she looked like a bit of a... Well, I won't use the word, actually. Oh, she looks completely different. Yeah, I thought she looked a bit... Say it. Do it. Dike it. Do it. I just thought she looked a bit old for what she was wearing and that. Don't get me wrong, she's an attractive woman and she's got a lovely body, but it looks a bit desperate. Is she still tight? Oh, she's, I can't she's definitely tight. What? You can't say that. <laughs> we can edit that word out with something. I think we'll have to. <laughs> <laughs> we'll like an yeah. elastic band stretch sound. I'm going to be constantly just adding little bits in saying the following part of the podcast has been dubbed over. Because Hannah has mentioned the word tight. Yeah, yeah because Hannah has been <laughs> sexualising everything. I can't help it. I was born this way. <laughs> what, you were born like horny? I'm not horny. Well, a little bit. <laughs> Sat here with you guys. <laughs> now I'm worried. I'm worried for you guys. So I, I saw um, The Nice Guys at the weekend, so that's the new film by Shane Black, and it was really good. really enjoyed it. It's uh, Russell Crowe and Ryan Gosling. It's set in the 1970s. And it's basically like a noir thriller, but with uh, the buddy-buddy aspects uh, included, which is uh, Shane Black's specialism. What was really good fun in particular is the fact that Ryan Gosling was almost anti-Ryan Gosling. So rather than being sort of mopey like he has been in quite a few films, he was really good fun. Got good comedic chops, good comedy timing. I'd recommend it. I thought it was really good fun. Mm. We definitely need to get to the cinema more. I'm going tonight. See what? Um, oh, me and you need to go and see Alice in Wonderland. No, I'm never going to get to go. I don't have a life. Is that the one with the um, Dexter in it? Yes. I'm, but tonight I'm going to see Me Before You with Amelia oh, Clark. I've my seen f- that Friday. My friend really wants to see it and it's got Amelia Clark in it, so I'm going for that reason. But um, Next James Bond, right there. The next James <laughs> Bond, but in this film she's sitting on a man in a wheelchair's lap. So hopefully in James Bond she'll be a bit more active. <laughs> she'll be a bit more active in James Bond. Yeah, my only thought about her being James Bond is she's a bit short. Mm. Yeah, but I don't want a dikey James Bond. I want like a fan. <laughs> I don't really want a female James Bond, and I'm all pro woman. But oh, this see. is James Bond we're talking about. Yeah, no. he's a character from a book, and he's a bloke in the book, as far as I'm aware. Is it dangerous? Quite a leery bloke at that, but definitely a man. Yeah, you get leery women. Imagine. (laughs) We know. But but I'm not leery. Okay, maybe a little bit. But, right, I just feel like if Jane Bond was a real thing, she'd be a lesbian as well. She wouldn't be sleeping with men. That would just piss me off. (laughs) <laughs> so you just want your cake and eat it is what you're saying yeah I just want to you want to be a woman James Bond and you want to be a lesbian yes oh god anyway I'm going to see that tonight so I'll let you know how that goes cool um, what about stuff that we're listening to so other podcasts things like that things that you recommend things that you like um, I'm not currently listening to anything but previously I have listened to a good podcast called Limetown um, has anyone heard of it? No. It's like a fictional one, um, and it, it's just it's about it's just really creepy and good. But it's like I I don't really know why I mentioned it because I can't even remember what it's about. But it's really good. Limetown, check it out. <laughs> cool. You can edit that bit out. <laughs> but it's a good podcast actually. So I started um, listening to Matt Ford's political party on um, on the on the podcast. Um, 
he does a monthly one uh, with a studio audience. Um, this guy's a, a British political comedian and impressionist, so it is extremely funny. He starts off with a bit of stand-up about um, stories in the news, um, during which time uh, he generally breaks down into tears of laughter as he's delivering it, which always a good sign for a comedian. And then the second half is an interview with um, politician of the day. So uh, I'll listen to one with Tim Farron, who's the leader of the Lib Dems. I'll listen to one with Tony Blair, um, who is surprisingly funny. Um, and I've listened to a couple of others recently. So um, yeah, definitely definitely give that a listen if you're at all interested. And even if you're not, he rips the shit out of uh, his guests, which... Uh, makes it entertaining for anyone really cool anybody else I've been listening to the awesome comics podcast um, a couple of guys that we're familiar with having uh, run Leamington Comic Con um, they review as the name suggests lots of different comics lots of stuff from the indie scene as well which is quite nice so if you're looking for new things to read new people getting into the industry it's a good one um, just general banter a lot of laughs, um, so that's definitely worth checking out those guys. They review lots of comic cons and events and shows as well as comic books, TV films, those sorts of things. So, yeah, yeah it's definitely worth having a listen to. Oh, that's cool. I'll check that one out. Amy, you listen to anything? No, I'm pretty bad on the listening front, I must say. Radio 1 in the mornings, 10-minute takeover at 6 o'clock, I enjoy that. Yes. <laughs> Get all the old classics out. Old oh, and classics. Steve- Steve writes Sunday morning love songs, that's what I enjoy. <laughs> 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 so, so I think the podcast listeners should know that Amy is age 23? Twen- yeah, 23. I have to think yeah. about that then. Yeah, only just 23. Yeah. And she listens to Steve Wright's love songs it's really on good. BBC they, Radio They get 2. people to call in and say like why they love their loved one. Oh, my mum listens to that. My mum's like, 49. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it so, is a bit sweet actually. So, so Hannah's mum is how old? 49. And Amy is 23, so it just demonstrates the mass appeal of Steve exactly. Wright, formerly of the afternoon. Steve Wright of the afternoon. Fantastic work. So my, my podcasting is pretty vanilla, so it's more to do with like a lot of the mainstream stuff, so Empire Magazines, podcasts, Kermode and Mayo, that type of thing. I also do enjoy a good episode of Fighting Talk from BBC Radio 5 Live, which is very, very funny, a sports sports show. But other than that, IGN from time to time, but not as much as I used to. Screen Junkies show is always pretty good as well. I recommend that. That's always worth a watch. Cool. Uh, What about any music? Anybody got any new tracks that they're really uh, loving at the moment? I mean, we all know that Hannah loves the Big Bad Wolf track, so anybody who's friends with Hannah, <laughs> we oh, recommend that you follow, so like there's no tomorrow, the going Bad the Big Bad Wolf. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I really hate that so much. <laughs> I'm going to tweet you at it now. I'm going to tweet you. Yeah. Big Bad I don't even know what number one is at the moment. No, I've, I've got to oh, say I've lost... Oh, it's Drake. Oh, oh, still? Yeah, Drake's I've still lost touch. I'm re-listening to uh, my Liana D. Rel- Liana D. Yeah, get it right. I'm re-listening to that album and I'm quite enjoying it. I quite like doing that for a while, actually. I have an album that I listen to quite a lot. Once the time off, I tend to go back to a few albums. But I'm always a bit behind the times with the music. The music, yeah. To be fair, it tends to be stuff that's been out a few months before, not the current stuff. <laughs> it goes to show I haven't been out for a while, I think. Oh, you know, we'll go uh, out. We'll go out. I'm mainly listening to uh, David Bowie at the moment. His CD mm. slipped into my... Uh, 
car CD player the other day and uh, CD's been a terrible medium to listen to anything through means that it won't come out for the next two months <laughs> um, but some absolutely brilliant songs there um, from, from the old uh, Ziggy Stardust is it his older stuff or is it his new album uh, I'll be honest and say it's a very lazy take it's a, a best of disc one so it is the older the older stuff yeah um, so 70s Bowie which is as we all know top Bowie top Bowie uh, while my music's not that up to date I have just booked tickets to go and see Louis C.K. the comedian New oh. York comedian um, awesome We've been waiting for a good year or so now for him to come back to the UK and do a show. We haven't been to see him, but love his stuff online if you ever get a chance to see his previous stuff. Yeah, and the, t- and the little TV show he does, he's hilarious. What sort um, of Pretty stuff? rude, stand-up. Uh, he does general stand-up comedic stuff, but he also has got a bit of a spin-off comedic show about his own life and how he's a bit of a bit of a bum, really, a bit of failure at stuff, but uh, mm-hmm. I very much love loving dad um, but how uh, he's yeah, a bit lost now since he's separated from his partner but it's just quite funny it's kind of everyday humour that a lot of people can resonate with um, and his stand up stuff's great just for audience interaction um, it's a bit cheeky a bit rude so uh, not one for the faint hearted but he's coming to play um, at Wembley that's where we're going to see him in August so stadium really excited about that I think it's the stadium Jesus. let's double check Wow, that'd be stuff. exciting then. So you can do a review for the show. Yeah, that'd be good. I can't wait. Awesome. Awesome. And it is a Christmas movie. There is no debate about that. Definitely, one hundred percent Christmas movie. So you know, it's not the greatest Christmas movie because that still is held by Die Hard, but it pushes it very, very close. Oh, one of the sanest men on the planet, <laughs> Gary Busey. <laughs> <laughs> and a lot of awesome mullet. <laughs> Yeah, you've got to love the mullet. I attempted to try and grow one, and I ended up looking like Liu Kang from Mortal Kombat. (laughs) (laughs) So Shane Black wrote this. Um, If you haven't seen his latest film, The Nice Guys, highly recommend it. Meeting Riggs is going to make you look older. Exactly. And there we go, first bit of saxophone. Every time Roger comes on screen, plays Detective Sergeant Roger Murtaugh. Yeah, the one thing you definitely don't see in film these days is your hero smoking and having a 9mm Beretta by his pillow. And drinking beer for breakfast. Exactly. And in about 60 seconds, we'll find out if this is the director's cut or not, because he'll throw the beer bottle through to tell you if it is. <gasps> That is one awesome haircut. (laughs) (laughs) I'm burping. (laughs) Whoa, what the hell is that thing? That is a mobile phone. (laughs) You need to be like a world-class weightlifter to carry that phone. Subdue any suspect there. Give him a good headbutt. Of course, originally we were going to meet him in a bar in the original sequence. Oh, right, okay. And some guys try to rob him in a bar and he beats them up. But Richard Donner thought it was a too dark a scene for his character to be portrayed as straight from the word go. You needed to build up to that darkness. Oh, okay, that's really cool. Pretty heroic. 
Because when you watch this and you hear that pretty heroic thing, it doesn't really make much sense to the drug bust. It makes more sense to the director's cut. Yeah. Sniper situation. Oh, completely. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that the guy who's also in Red Heat? The main bad guy. Yeah. That one's tough. Looks like it. Yeah. Edo Ross Mendez. He played Victor Rostavilli in Red Heat, as well as playing in Format of Jacket as Lieutenant Touchdown. So there you go. And he's also in Universal Soldiers, Colonel Perry. So 1987 was a bit of an epic year. Format of Jacket and Lethal Weapon. And in 88, he had Red Heat. Well, believe it or not, Leonard Nimoy was on the original directing choices. So, Mr. Spock directing this would have been very, very different. Oh, apparently Bruce Willis was considered for the role. Well, just imagine the uh, role reversal there. If Mel Gibson had played John, <laughs> John McClane. <McClain. laughs> I think that's the great thing about Mel Gibson for this role as well. The whites of his eyes do make him look crazy. Yeah, yeah. Great shot, right in the kneecap. Yeah, he'll never walk again. Or not properly, anyway. Nice quick draw. Yeah, um, walking uh, oh, is now oh, oh, the oh. least of his worries. <laughs> Do you think it would really matter? Because he's now in a swimming pool, drowning, yet he's got two bullets in his chest. I never quite understand why they don't go underneath and push him up. With that busy trying to pull the plastic away, why not just... Yeah. Because that would be quicker. They really wanted him to die. Yeah. The morning of his birthday, he had a bath. Yet now he's going to have a shower. Yeah. Would it be easier to just have a shower? Yeah, you'd have thought so. Quicker. So I don't know about you, but that range would they, you know, be all right. Depends if it was a focus blast, but they'd definitely be deaf. <laughs> well, Riggs is on fire, so obviously yeah. <laughs> not quite all right. See, but that's the thing. The coat's not flame proof, but the mullet is. <laughs> that's why 80s movies always look so authentic. Because you got no CGI. They are actually putting out a fire in a house that they blew up. Magic Star was like that scene from the third one when they blew up the car park at the start. They actually, a guy said to him, I'm going to blow up a car park. Do you want to come and video it for Lethal Weapon? So he said, Yeah. And of course, that's where they got that scene from. And then he blew up the car. It's an actual guy blowing up a car park. So they use a uh, reuse that footage, don't they, at the end as well? Yeah. Is that real time? Nope. Great shot though, from Mr. Joshua. 
once you're in a shot from a helicopter with a rifle is hard enough anyway. Usually they say, come alone. Didn't. He could have bought the old police force. <laughs> <laughs> yes, he could have bought the police Because when he puts the rubber glove on, he puts the right hand, uh, the left-handed glove on his right hand. <laughs> that's, how, that's how much he's forgotten about pain. <laughs> he's quite happy to electrocute himself. That is quite cool though. Mr. Joshua can have a cigarette lighter put under his arm and stand there and take the pain, yet when he gets a little bit of an electric shock, <laughs> Yeah, use the signature move, headbutt first. Yep. And a joke that I still use to this day. Let's do what one shepherd said to the other shepherd. Let's get the flock out of here. That him? Nope. I want to know where they get all these bad guys from. Because, <laughs> I mean, how many have they killed? They, they must have... <laughs> they go to Renton area. <laughs> Straight to a nightclub. Police, freeze, stop, no, just boom, dead. Because it is like a proper nightclub now. This is like an empty nightclub that we're seeing here with the DJ practicing his set. <laughs> the fact that the first guy says, hey, what are you? He just shoots him. <laughs> he could have been a bouncer. <laughs> he could have just been a normal, free-paying customer. Now, that guy, let's imagine what that guy's job was like. He was actually a dentist, had a really loving family. He enjoyed to go out in the evenings. Let's take it. That's good. Oh, Morris, you ruined that. Like you're really going to say, get off my car to a guy who's got an assault rifle with him. Exactly. And this is definitely, I mean, I feel sorry for the bus driver. I mean, it sounds like there's really got to feel sorry for the citizens of, of uh, Los Angeles. Because, yes, it's all about getting revenge. But it is thinking about these poor people who... But, you know, one reason or another, suffer at the hands of our heroes. Yeah, people on the bus, coming home, doing my last minute Christmas shopping. Yeah. You know, going, like you said, wife and kids, nothing like that, and now they're going to be traumatised through their Christmas. Yeah. That, um, that burnt Christmas turkey is going to resemble a burning guy in a car. Is <laughs> <laughs> that cranberry with that? <laughs> I love it! I love it! Like the traffic's not gonna stop when you're holding, was it, an MP5? Oh, Mr. Joshua, it's not a good day for you. Your car is shot to shit. Nice jump. Now, if this was one of the sequels, that jump would have caused his, so his shoulder to dislocate, <laughs> and then he would have had to pop it back in. Uh, Mr. Joshua seems to have an M4. It's as strong as the Audi. It's an M4. I've got to love that taxi driver. Wasn't going to wait for him even though he's clearly obvious in the middle of the road. 
I like the fact in that scene as well. Mr. Joshua's looking down to see where all the controls are in the <laughs> Speeding up. <laughs> so in between him being shot in the head and the continuing drive, the headlights came on. Yep. Holy cow, how did he do that? Here we go. This poor bus driver is going to have to live with the death of the of the General McAllister for the rest of his days. And it's a big hit by the bus driver! Boom! Now he's been safe and sensible, backing up, you know, he's doing his training, you know, he's always doing. Now, I don't quite understand how General Arcaster got himself in that position, but <laughs> this is funny. <laughs> Get ready for him to scream. This is the other quality 80s sort of cop mentality. Additional units. One car with two cops. <laughs> a guy who is a mercenary and clearly insane. Yeah. How old is that cop? Surely we'd have retired by now. Excuse me, sir. May we help you? No, thanks. What's the worst thing is? He hasn't made it any further. He, he, he should be captain or police commissioner or something like that. No, he's a big cop. We should have time training. This is what I like about this bit is that basically Riggs and Myrtle and let those two cops die. <laughs> yeah. They sacrificed them. Made no effort to stop. Didn't shoot him from out the window. Didn't do anything. Didn't warn them. Just, yeah, let him die. Let them die. They're sacrificial lambs, but it's okay. Well, at least Mercer's not going to have to worry about uh, taking out that uh, plasterboard wall anymore because <laughs> it's no longer there. Gone. Correct. See, this is the thing that gets me. They drive a police car through the window. Oh, no! And destroy the Christmas tree and the Christmas present. <laughs> exactly. Don't worry, insurance has got it. Uh, when running truthfully, the easiest thing to have done, probably, was Riggs could have snuck up to the window and when Mr. Joshua turned his back, he could have shut him in the back of the head. Done. Maybe he didn't want brain in his house. Just a car through the We've got the fire hydrant that's wrecked because the police car when he killed the cops rolled straight over it. I think if the, the film was made, I mean this is a highly edited fight sequence. Because in a, in a longer cut I've seen before, there is a much more intricate fight that takes yeah. place. Maybe this is the cut that guarantees a 15 rather than an 18. <laughs> You'd have thought the first thing they'd gone and done is like try and stop the fire hydrant. <laughs> just to justify the brutal beating of the suspect. 
Next to Lethal Weapon 4 is that Riggs' fighting skills deteriorate quite quickly. Because with the best one in the world, he knows fighting Jet Lee, but I would always back someone who is trained to kill and be an exceptional killer to beat a martial artist. Because no matter how many moves they know, these th their job is to kill at all costs and survive. Yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? Special Forces kill in or stop your opponent in the least possible time yeah because you're expending too much energy otherwise yeah but the only trouble is Jet Li is badass <laughs> oh he's an extremely skilled fighter and a world champion at Wushu after all I mean, Mel Gibson's doing particularly well considering probably less than an hour ago he was being electrocuted and electrocuted to the point of going unconscious. Get ready for a great no. Triangle choke? Yeah, triangle choke's coming up. So actually it's, it's pretty good precursor for a lot of mixed martial arts MMA that you see these days and just goes to show you that in some ways the fight coordinator is quite ahead of his time. And he does it the best possible way as well. So what makes it the best possible way? He gets the guy's arm on the inside yeah. so it's against his neck to choke him out quicker. Is, is it important as well to lock, lock the leg behind? Yes. Keep lock the leg behind stops legs being pulled apart and you can straighten your legs which clamps in a little bit more look at that and really truthfully he should have just killed him there and then and it would have saved themselves trouble and another police officer yes <laughs> within seconds of each other, one in the centre chest and one probably directly in the heart. Though Mel Gibson might be a little bit deaf. <laughs> <laughs> I've got you. I've got you See, and this is what is quality about 80s movies as well. Heat. The I rain? Mean, I, I, yeah. <laughs> Lots of rain. <laughs> Well, you got to have rain. Makes your guy look cool. Yeah. But I know you see it a little bit more now in action films. But back then, they've been in a fight. He's got cuts. He's got bruises. It's not like he went 12 rounds with Mike Tyson and all he's got is a little scratch. Yeah. And he I mean, some of those look like they're going to scar. Yeah, he's got quite a few. His, his face is really badly <laughs> bruised. Um, his arm... Think is in a sling. Yeah. Uh, probably the root of his dislocation. 
problems from then on? Rebuilding the house? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Do you think they kept the police car in there as like a, f a feature for the living room? <laughs> I mean, it had a few bullet holes in it, but hey. That would be quality. It says a quality wooden cross thing and some plastic. Like that's going to stop people breaking into your house. Here comes Sam the dog, but then again he leaves his car door, door open. open. <laughs> <laughs> it is Los Angeles. What do you reckon? Five on the map, or you're gonna go for the cat? I'm going for the cat. One? I'm definitely going for the cat. Burbank's been eating all that uh, that birthday cake. He's got full of sugar. He's, he's filled up with energy. The cat's still wailing. The dog's gone quiet. Cat wins. So, any famous names that we've noticed in here so far? I can't spot anybody just yet. We've got Eddie Ross, as we mentioned before. Al Leon, professional bad man and death. Ah, uh, yes. Dyer. And victim, <laughs> yes. Perennial victim. Because he gets killed by... Amber Bank, the cat, Sam the dog. Because he gets killed by... Mel Gibson in this. Um... Bruce Willis in Die Hard and Brandon Lee in Rapid Fire. <laughs> Patrick. And yeah, this song just doesn't seem to fit at all with the movie. Yeah, but it's a, a great feeling to a 80s, 80s movie. It's, you've got to have the cheesy song. Love can be a lethal weapon. Well, I'm pretty sure he didn't kill Mr. Joshua. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it was two bullets to the chest that finished him off. Well, he might have done, you just never know. Mel Gibson's hairstyle, created by Ramsey. <laughs> a mullet? <laughs> Amazing. Amazing. So... Score out a ten for lethal weapon for you. Eleven. Eleven for Ed. <laughs> I'm going to give it an eight because in a future episode we will do lethal weapon two, which is my favourite of the lethal weapon series. Um, hope you've enjoyed this particular segment. And back to the other part of the podcast. Shout out to your Twitter handle where you can find us all. Who yeah, are. so let's 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 do that then. So Hannah, what's your Twitter handle? At Hanra, I think. How, how, how do you spell that? That's at H A N R U H at Hanra. She has got an awesome <laughs> blog for when you're doing the number two as well. It's oh, yeah. best enjoyed, apparently. If, it says the reviews. Yeah, if you want to read my blog, it's really good while you do shit. Um, <laughs> so I'd recommend that. Uh, I like my blog because there's no one there to tell me that I can't talk about Fanny or anything else. <laughs> I've never met Fanny. Is she a nice person? <laughs> we all know that I'm talking about vagina. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, what about Amy Lang? Is she uh, tweeting at? I'm tweeting. You can find me at Amy Lang, which is A M Y Y, a little accentuated Y, L A N G E. Is that because your middle name is 
something being in with one. No, because Amy Lang was taken, so I just said Amy Lang. You should have opened flange. No, I don't know. I bet that wouldn't be taken. I bet it would. <laughs> yeah, true. It might be, but not in the dodgy, way that you do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you can follow what I'm doing with Lem Comic Con at Lem Comic Con, or you can tweet me at my new one, which is uh, Nerd with Z Bird. So that'll be a lot of comic related, film related, and this podcast stuff. Cool. Uh, I have gone for the most street uh, username that I could think of. Uh, so I am DaleMC underscore, so a bit like a DMC there. So, <laughs> um, yeah. Get nice. And I am at the first bat. With the letter one. With a number one, the, the character one. one. Yeah. Yes, the character one. Yes, yeah. the first, as in the first. And you know, thank you for downloading it. And until next time, goodbye. Bye. Bye. Goodbye. We'll